0: Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Shamal Shepherd. Welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is July 22nd, 2020, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me is the NAC advocacy team, Marie McCauley, Kristen St. John. We want to commemorate the life and advocacy of an American hero, Representative John Lewis of Georgia. The passing of this civil rights leader and community health center friend is difficult for us all. We celebrate and honor his life and legacy. Our most sincere condolences go out to the Lewis family and all who are mourning this loss. We'd also like to extend a huge thank you to our advocates who contacted the members of Congress on our National Day of Action on July 15th. Your efforts are consistently inspiring. Thank you for continuing to fight with us on behalf of community health centers. We are here for all of your advocacy needs. Let's dive right in. Kristen, what do you have for us today?
1: Hey guys, this week's self-care spotlight makes you breathe in and breathe out. Need to find an outlet for relaxation but want to stay mindful of COVID-19 safety precautions? Check out DIY Home Spa Ritual coming from Flow Yoga Center in Washington, D.C. Use these tips to practice self-care safely in your home and feel good doing it. Also, on Monday, a consortium of organizations in Prince George's County in Maryland hosted a special event with acclaimed author Ibram X. Kendi on, quote, how to be an anti-racist. This hour-long panel discussion offers incredible insight into how we can build equity into our communities. Find this opportunity to build racial equity in your Washington update. Marie?
2: Hey, Kristen. This week, the Senate returned from their two-week state work period, and Senate leaders will unveil their fourth COVID-related stimulus package. The Senate proposal will likely be narrower in scope compared to the House passed Heroes Act, where advocates successfully pushed for $7.6 billion in emergency funding for CHCs and lookalikes, and for Paycheck Protection Program funding to be applied to health centers with over 500 employees on tuesday rodney b jones senior ceo of east liberty health center in pittsburgh pennsylvania was asked to virtually testify before the senate special committee on aging for their hearing entitled the covid 19 pandemic and seniors a look at racial health disparities many thanks to rodney for lending his expertise and time to discuss what health centers are doing to address racial health disparities for seniors finally last week representatives mike thompson david schweikert bill johnson peter welsh and Doris Matsui introduced the Protecting Access to Post-COVID-19 Telehealth Act of 2020. The bill includes provisions to allow FQHCs and rural health centers to permanently serve as distant sites in Medicare and receive payments at the Medicare PPS rate. The bill also removes the geographic restrictions of originating sites and makes the home an eligible originating site.
0: Thank you for those updates, Marie. Drug manufacturers Eli Lilly and Merck have recently taken actions targeting health centers and other 340B providers' abilities to use contract pharmacies to distribute drugs purchased under 340B. As part of the response to these actions, NAC encourages all health centers to prepare a short document outlining the value of contract pharmacies to their patients' ability to access affordable pharmaceuticals and other services. A template for developing this type of document is available at the NAC 340B webpage under important links. For further information, please contact Aline Maiman.
1: We have some great examples of advocacy and awareness spreading in health centers this week. Carmela Castellano-Garcia, President and CEO of the California Primary Care Association, discusses the role of community health centers in the age of COVID. Find the link in your Washington update or search The Nation State of Play podcast. The California PCA has also engaged in multiple virtual efforts to promote census completion during COVID-19. Since March, they have been disseminating a digital health toolkit, providing information on how to complete the census during the pandemic. They also hosted a Census 2020 COVID-19 webinar in June, which featured speakers from local partnerships. Visit HC Advocacy Coronavirus page to read more.
2: The NAC research team has more updates for you this week. Please make sure that your health center has completed their COVID-19 assessment at bit.ly backslash testing CFI. This information is essential to help inform policymakers on supporting CHCs. There are also updated infographics and fact sheets that can be found at NAC.org backslash research-and-data. Please contact Sarah Bazer of NAC's research team with any questions or concerns.
0: Thank you, Kristen and Marie, for those updates on what's going on in the field. Lastly, a learning opportunity that we have for advocates coming up in a few weeks is an advocacy 101 webinar titled Leveraging Social Media on August 6th at 4 p.m. Eastern. This session will provide tools and ideas for health center advocates to engage social media influencers and build a larger audience platform for their messages. Attendees will learn how to reach broader audiences through compelling narrative storytelling. Register at hcadvocacy.org backslash calendar.
2: Thanks, team. For our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. In order to keep up with all upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org/calendar. For further support, please email us at grassroots@nac.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at hcadvocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll be back next week.